Hey, what's up? This is Eckerodge from Back to Godhead, and you're listening to the Coffee and Hardcore podcast. These guys know a ton about hardcore, especially the hardcore encyclopedia. But like me, they don't know jack shit about coffee. Except that Jacob guy. He knows his stuff. All right, guys, you've been warned. Peace. My God! Okay, it's happening. Everybody stay calm. What's the procedure, everyone? What's the procedure? Stay calm! All right, so here it is. It's episode 22 of season four, and this is the one we've all been waiting for. This is the quarrel. This is an inside look at a bummer story. Bummer, bummer, bummer. I am Mick from Parkersburg, West Virginia. I got Wiley Willis all the way from Chicago, Illinois. That's right. Steven, the hardcore encyclopedia from Boston, Mass. I'm here. And this is yeah. the intro. Oh, Beautiful yeah. faces. <laughs> this one's this one's chock full of goodness. It's so yeah. chock full of goodness that uh we're not gonna take very long in this intro. <laughs> this one this one's different. It's a different one. Yes. Sure. Yeah. So we got uh Brian Gray came in and took over Jacob's spot for this yes. for this mm-hmm. segment. He does the coffee review with us and the Elm review. Does a good job. Great job. That's a good job. And I get to tell my chicken joke again. You do. Which I tell a lot. <laughs> <laughs> it was fun. I had good time with Brian on the show. He always makes it pleasantly awkward, and it's a blast. Yes. He's a funny dude. He's yeah. a, funny, he is a dude. funny dude. I like and, Brian a lot. And then we also get to talk about the thing that we've been talking that, about talking about <laughs> for the That's last right. six months. It finally happens. We feel we got to let some steam out and some stuff out, and we are very, very sneaky about how we talked about it, and it was great. So you'll finally hear the story, the story we've been waiting to tell for the last six months. That's right. So this is the story about how of a man named Brady. We had to to talk to our lawyers, uh, talking to two other lawyers, and it's all packed with lawyers. There's so much court justice it's gonna make your head spin explode let's get into it guys this program to bring you a special bulletin we here at coffee and hardcore have reviewed this episode and discovered that this next section can be quite confusing maybe even stressful we thought about re-recording this but we thought no we want the listener to actually feel how we felt while we went through it because it was confusing it was stressful and it was ridden with anxiety Quite like the episode of The Bear, where they shoot all the scenes in one shot and you feel like you're going to pull your hair out because it's so anxiety and stress-ridden. Oh, by the way, if you haven't seen The Bear, you need to watch it because it's really, really good. But that's how this next section is. So strap in, get ready. It's going to be a bumpy ride. All right, what's up, everybody? Um, So this episode is interesting. Uh, I'm going to give a little intro to it. I I wrote some things, and then we'll just sort of get into it. We'll sort of just talk about it. Um, But this episode 
is The Quarrel, an inside look at a bummer story. So season four, episode 22. And I'll just start by saying if anyone wants to start a podcast or has a podcast, here's some insight on a situation that we dealt with. Yes. The intent of this episode is to share our experience and give some guidance on an experience that we all went through. We do hope this never happens to you. We are about to provide some insight and guidance for any future podcasters out there. Having a podcast is mostly a great experience, but sometimes you have bumps in the road or even a quarrel or two. Here's our here's our quarrel, pun intended. We won't be saying any names or band names, and we also won't be sharing any screenshots or information outside of this podcast episode. So please don't hit us up and ask us, okay? This is purely educational and on purpose. We didn't do any research. I should say we didn't even we didn't go back and research this because Mick, this happened. What would you say, like six months ago? Yes. In the summerish, beginning of right summer. Right before, right before, yeah, beginning of summer. Yes. Okay. So we, on purpose, I was pretty worked up about it at first, and yeah. I remember Mick wanted to just leave it alone and not talk about it, and I got pretty emotional about it and said, "No, nah, I think people need to know, yeah, what these people are all about, and I think we need to do it." But we all agreed that we should put some time in between. So that we weren't led by emotions. And I I think there's been so much time that we almost didn't really need to do this episode for right. us, but we're doing it for everyone else, if that makes sense. Yeah, it does. Like it's it's purely educational. Yeah. Let's get it, let's get into it. Let's uh myself, Steven, and Mick, let's talk about it. Um it's been some time. I didn't go through and read any of the things from any of the lawyers or from both parties. <laughs> uh, recently, I didn't because I didn't right. because I right. wanted to talk with you guys about it. Right. Right. Yeah. So I was thinking, like, how should we address these people? And there's a reason why we're doing this is because right. we were almost sued by two parties. So I guess we could say it like this. Let's say let's lay a foundation like this let's say that there was a guest that we were going to have one that we were excited about yep and at the same time nervous about yes we'll say it like that and then uh so let's say inner workings wise within the podcast crew there we were a little we were kind of back and forth with stuff right over whether about this guest um me you being, didn't you didn't want them on no i did not <laughs> but hey that's uh, not what i'm talking about real quick i know like, i know i know i know i was just trying to lay the foundation to get to like why in the world or what they were going to get sued i was kind of kind of like because it comes no, down to a yeah, guest. We'll, that's what I was we'll, get it, we'll get into that but what i'm asking is what are we calling these people are we calling them the member and the former member we can. Uh, are we going <laughs> to guess in the person this, that wasn't a guest? I don't are we gonna call, know. <laughs> are we going to say this, the singer and the bass player? What are we going to do? I don't want to know. I don't think we should go that far. <laughs> uh, or guitar player or drummer. Sorry. Yeah. Or yeah. Yeah. Maybe, maybe just. Okay. Yeah. So let's call, let's call the guy who we were going to have on the former member. 
Okay. And let's call mm. the guy who reached out originally to from with his lawyer the current member. Yes. Mm. There you go. Okay. That'll work. Former current. There you go. All right. So let's let's do this. Do you want to set this up of how this happened, or do you want me to tell about how I got a hold of this person and then Yeah, you talk about like the beginning part and then I'll I can kind of come in a little bit and then Steven can all right be the voice of reason. I'm Oh yeah. <laughs> All right. So I super was was into this band. They are a hardcore giant legend band from a time period. We'll say the 80s uh going into the 90s. Um they were huge and we all collectively like their records. Um, they have one record record in particular where the former member um, was a big. This is hard to do. Was a big yes. inf- influence <laughs> on, and uh, really drove that record. And so I reached out many times. Finally, the former member got a hold of me and said, "Let's do it." Um, I got some shit I want to talk. And I want to push. And first of all, we got to hold this person to mainly do their new band. They're in a new, they're in a new band. Right. And they had a record that just came out last year. And so we really wanted to uh, focus on that. And it just sort of went awry. Right. But before any, but before any of that, I reached out and Mick was nervous about it because this person is like uh, very adamant against a lot of yeah well yeah a lot of things but also this is somebody that you reached out to when we first started a podcast we're talking about four seasons ago you reached out to this person and they just now in the last season responded yes yeah correct correct so yeah yeah so yeah but yeah so they finally reached out and I was nervous about it because there were some things that had happened in the last they've since before, COVID since COVID, but the former members always been fighting, controversial, fighting, <laughs> controversial, chaos. angry, quarreling, <laughs> quarreling. Yes. Yeah. So I was a little uh sheepish about having them on but we had some great conversations about it and probably my bad part was not voicing my trepidation more but at the same time when we were having conversations about having them on everybody was making good points about having them on you know what i'm saying like yeah. so there, there yeah, yeah, yeah. When we finally got to the point of like we're gonna do this there was i think all of us were at a good i know i had we had no idea what we were getting into. Yes. And <laughs> I think I, Mick had the most idea. I, yes, I yes. did. I had the most, but yeah, my wife probably yeah. more than all of us because she was like, you're yep. crazy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so let's go from there. I'm a little trepidatious about it. And but but at the same time, all of us said yes. Because none of Correct. us said at the beginning, none of us said no. So that we need to lay that found work 
that the foundation first and then what happened wiley <laughs> well so i'm a little bit confused about actually what happened so i think what happened was i promoted it like we did the the interview or promoted for the interview saying we were going to have this person on right and the current member wrote us and said basically you better beware is that right you better no, beware no no they basically said you have to put former that was bigger. the first interview. it was already on there yeah but it had to be bigger yeah so that was the first interaction and that's before the interview was even recorded oh yeah 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 it was said you needed to make that needs to be prominent so that was our first yes. interaction with the current member current mm -hmm. member but also with the current <clears throat> member they said it would be wise not to have this person the former member on your podcast remember yeah in that same that, yeah yeah in that yeah. same thing um so that was sort of like we were like okay that's weird how did this person even see this right do they have people because we didn't tag them in it or anything no no do they have people like scouring the internet for these things um yeah which this current member is very paranoid as yes. he probably should be because he did a lot of <laughs> shitty things back in the day even currently he's done some shitty things right and so uh, yeah so, so and at the time we were doing this we also had somebody else involved with the podcast and i felt like i didn't want to be a part of the interview i would just edit it and you guys not uh hardcore encyclopedia steven but another steven you wiley and steven were going to do the interview yeah so steven and i did the interview and it was <laughs> it was really negative and really nasty and the former member basically just slammed the current member and talked about all the old stories of of how he did a lot of shitty things to people and how he's still doing shitty things to people that basically turned into like a slam fest on <clears throat> the current member yes and it really wasn't a lot of talk about the new project and right. it was it was like a trip down memory lane turned into like a sour episode really and and how long was that part of the interview? Almost the whole interview. It was almost two hours long. Yeah. I edited it down to a little over an hour and whatever. And I had to completely take out the part where basically Stephen finally asked, hey, is there because you even I remember you asking the question, well, this isn't you even made the statement. Wow, this isn't very positive. This isn't very PMA. And yes, because this person is all about positivity and PMA. Yeah, and that didn't help at all. It just kept going. And then Stephen asked the question about, was there anything else? And then it took a turn for bizarre. Yeah. And that was another like 45 minutes in which we had to completely cut out because it was so yeah, bizarre. Yeah, it was like a weird conspiracy political rant. Yeah. I, just felt, I, was, I felt really bad, to be honest. Like listening yeah. to that just made me feel pretty bad about yeah. Yeah, like you felt sad, sorry for him, kind of sad. Yeah, it was sad. Yeah. It was really sad. Yeah, yeah. it was yeah. very sad. So, yeah. so I, I, I got it. I edited it down, and then this for me was the switch that made me go. I don't know so much about this. Well, you basically said no at that point. You said I don't think I don't want this out. Well, and we well, had people writing us that said that hey, was I it. Can't, 
Yeah. We had people writing us saying, Hey, I can't believe you're actually letting this yeah. person have a voice on your podcast. Like we thought more highly of you guys. Yeah. It was um, people that we kind of like, which I don't care trust. about that. I know, but it was, because, it was, ah, I don't, but, for me, at least, but that's it the thing is, right. I don't care because I am all about free speech with people as long as it's not hateful, which it turned hateful. Right. So then when you were like, Hey, I don't want to do it. I, I understood. And this podcast is us collectively. It's not just me. So I was cool with it. I was like, okay, let's not host this on our podcast because right. first off people aren't digging it. And, but mostly because you weren't comfortable with it. Yeah. And, and, and the biggest thing I think it was because like everything we've done has been so positive. You know, we joke around about some stuff, but the, for the most part, we're pretty positive about stuff. And that right. was like, I didn't want to release that into the out there in the atmosphere. And so oh. it, and, and it also, and I told you Wiley this, it also hearing him talk also brought up stuff. Oh yeah. Yeah. From like, cause of my, your dad. Yeah. So it brought up some of that and that's, that's what made me feel icky. And I was like, I can't do this. But at the same time, we were also like, we don't want to not you've I, and I get why you wanted to, you wanted this to come out because you wanted to, like you said, free speech. You, people should say, and you're like, well, and you had a good point. You said, are you blinded a little bit because it's who this person is? And at first I was like, no, but then I, I admitted, well, maybe. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. What were you going to say, Steven? I think that we, we, we all collectively were excited because who he was and the, yeah. the um, bands and stuff like that. And then, you know, people kind of saying, oh, I don't know. And we're like, well, why? Like, I don't really get it. But then we, we all saw it in the interview exactly why these people were giving us these warnings and some people had these feelings like we we were like oh there it is um, yeah <laughs> so um yeah i don't so, know i guess i guess i guess i would say for me being in the podcast or anything don't get wrapped up in the hype if you're you get you know you, sometimes you you meet your your idols and stuff like that and they turn out not to be who you think they are yeah um <laughs> yeah, yeah and and like <laughs> I try to, we all try to book like, you know, good guests and guests that uh, we like from our past and we think that our listeners would like, but yeah. really I've heard a lot of people say some of their favorite episodes is just the ones that we shoot the shit and talk about and, you know, talk right. about our lives. Right. I mean, so that's sort of what this is about. This this one's about, but um, it was just weird. It was, it was a confusing thing because, so you said no. And we all talked about it. We respected it. So I reached out to Steven and Steven ran this other podcast called Frisky Morris and Friends. Mm -hmm. And I said, Hey, can we host this on your podcast? Like we had Steven and I had already done the the yes, the chat. And then we got these two messages from uh the the current member saying, Hey, you gotta put former of his old band, which is the band that the current member is in. You yeah. have to make it bigger. Cause yeah. I made it, I it was on there, but he's like, you know, you have to make it bigger. I was like, okay. So I did. And then he said, but really it'd be wise if you didn't even have this person on your podcast. Right. And so Steven and I reached out to our lawyer friend because. Well, hold on. 
before yes. before you say that you we actually put it on the frisky morris podcast is where yeah we, yeah we moved well, well no no but hold on we reached oh that's out right that's our, right that's right we reached out to our lawyer friend because we knew that this person this current member was super sue happy because they've sued other members of this band before mm-hmm. and they they actually went to court and got the name back um from the former member because the former member was playing shows without this member and uh, the court ruled that they could do um two separate ones but they had to put the the singer and the drummer's initials in at the end of the the name of the other one and something happened where they played a show and the initials got kind of screwed up from whoever was doing the flyer and the current member took the former member to court because of it it's very sneaky by the way and um pretty much got the rights to the name completely and so the former member couldn't even be a part of it at all um yeah. in any in any capacity so we were like man this dude is sneaky he's a rat he's a snake like he'll go behind your back to get what he wants like we should mm-hmm. seek some legal help so we did right and our lawyer friend she told us to do a in the intro and in the outro say you know this is all all these feelings are expressions of the guest who is the former member it has not it doesn't reflect on the coffee and hardcore or frisky morris or wiley or steven um these are all his ideas and claims and we basically that it was like a minute long thing that we did twice right so we put it on the beginning and in the end and then we put it out and it's out for about five days (laughs) and First off, let, excuse me, let me back up. Before we even put it out, I reached out to the former member who we interviewed re- and yes. said, hey, your ex-band member, current member who owns the name now, reached out to us with his lawyers and uh, explained to the former member what was going on. And said, we're, we don't feel comfortable releasing on the Coffee and Hardcore podcast, so we're going to release it on the Frisky Morris podcast because we still think it should get out. Yeah. And he basically, the former member who we interviewed, basically called us every name in the book. Like, and then he ghosted us. Yeah, then he blocked us. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, seriously, like, said some pretty derogatory yeah. things and, and it some wasn't pretty like- nasty things that I won't even repeat. And it wasn't like the Frisky Morris podcast wasn't a didn't have an audience because it did. And it did. And we promoted it from our page ours, too. from our page yeah. too, to go there and listen to it. So it's not like right. it didn't get the it didn't get seen because it did get seen because what happened? <laughs> yeah, because we got contacted <laughs> by lawyers. Yes. <laughs> um, so basically, yeah, we put up in the Frisky Morris and friends podcast five days later we get a long message from the current member um lawyer yeah saying uh cease and desist we have the right to sue you if you don't take this down within whatever two weeks or whatever it was um basically it's a breach of contract for the former member in court, he's not allowed. They they ruled where he's not allowed to talk any of this stuff about 
the current member and it's all hosted on your podcast and it's not technically it's not legal. Uh, he's breaking the law. So they said you should warn your friend. I think they said friend or something like that. Yeah. Pal, pal or something like you should warn him that we're coming after him. And I read the, all this to you guys or sent it, yeah. screenshot it and sent it to you. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm not getting in the middle of this. Right. <laughs> right. right. Like, I'm not. <laughs> why is it my job as you're like, you're the lawyer. Why is it my job to tell him? So I just ignored him. Right. Right. And at the time, like the former member who we interviewed already blocked me and deleted me because right. and called me every right. name under the sun. Blocked because- you, blocked the podcast, blocked. Right. everything yeah block everything we couldn't see any we couldn't get a hold of him we couldn't talk to him like block everything because we just said hey we're not putting it out on the coffee and hardcore podcast we're putting it out on frisky morris and he's like you guys are this and that and you're this and that because you're afraid of the current member you're afraid he's gonna sue you're a bunch of right yeah know, yeah yeah you're a bunch of very these, very positive that. yeah very positive you're you're all this stuff and i'm like what like I really want to say the word just so people know how bad it is, but I won't. But yeah. like, it's just it was bad, and basically giving me grief that that we didn't put it out in the even though it still came out, right? Like, so anyways, so we're like, oh, this is fun. So we just kind of played it out, and then we and then I get an email from the f- former member who we interviewed. Yes, an email. <laughs> yes. Saying, hey guys, the current member's lawyer is suing me. I think it was like dollars uh for slander for breaking breach of court. Um I didn't even want you to put this episode up in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Why did you put it up? Why did you put it up? And I like screenshot it and sent it to you guys. I screenshot yeah. everything because I knew yeah. I was going to need it later. Right. And I sent it to our lawyer friend, but we'll talk about that in a second. But so I screenshot it and sent it to all you guys. And you guys are like, what? Is this dude a nut job? <laughs> he's like, one minute he's calling me every name under the sun for not we, putting it out. For not putting it out. And now because it, because he said we were scared that the current member was going to sue right. us and we needed to grow a pair basically to. Hey man, he contacted me. He's trying to sue me. I didn't say you could put this out. Right. <laughs> it's like, what? Makes perfect you, sense. You said yeah. everything that you weren't supposed to say for an hour and a half. Yeah. And then some. And, and it's my fault. And it's our fault. Yeah. 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 So <laughs> I was like, I'm not getting in the I'm not responding. I said, should I respond? And you guys basically said, like, silence is more powerful in this, yeah. in this case. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So mm-hmm. we didn't say anything. So a few weeks passed. No, maybe not. Maybe a week. It was, at the, yeah, it was about a week because we, yeah. we we deleted everything in a week's time. Yes. Mm-hmm. Off the – I saved all the screenshots and everything. But, right. yes, we deleted everything. Podcast yeah. Enough. So yeah. they sent us a thing saying, oh, thank you. So the current member sent us another thing saying you need to take down everything off of the Frisky Morris and the Coffee and Hardcore podcast, cease and desist. So we were like – you know what? Fine. Like we've already spent so much time interviewing, right? Dealing with this. You did all the editing. Yeah. Then we had to go back and redo an intro and outro for the whole thing. 
because we put it on the Frisky Morris podcast, like we're probably probably like five or six hours in now, right? Yeah. Just on like all that stuff, not promote promoting is probably another hour. Right. Right. So we're like almost a day's worth of work, not getting paid on dealing with this bullshit. And now yes. we got to deal with it for almost a whole month. It went on. Yes. And it was just, it was crazy. And it started like getting really weird. Steven and I started sort of getting weird with each other because he's a, he was a new dad and like, yeah, a lot of he's stress. Like, yeah. yeah. And <laughs> I was a new, new dad and he's like, dude, I don't want to deal with this. I, why, why is this happening? Like, we're trying to do something positive by just doing a podcast about hardcore. Why is it turning into all this? Like, who do these people think they are? And like at the and the thing is, is like we all thought they were great, and now we're like, dude, fuck them, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, yes. like I was basically like, I'm hitting these people where it hurts them the most with their wallets. I'm done supporting them because all they care about, they don't care about community. They don't really care about hardcore. No. They care about their jacked up legacy and they care about money yes and so yeah. since that point i stopped supporting them like the guy who we interviewed the former member wrote a book uh a few books you know came out with uh with some other stuff i guess i can't say because that'll give it away but um right. i bought the book i bought the hoodie for the book and i was just like put it up on on instagram like if anyone wants this they can have it i'm done with this dude like he's a phony. He's fake. Right. This whole book is fake, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, because it said he's totally not what he says he is. The fu- and the funny thing is, is like people, and then afterwards, people that we trust and know, like they kind, because you know, we like in other bands and stuff, we kind of talked to them a little bit, and they were like telling us stories from the past, their experiences, mm-hmm. and like we're like, oh yeah, yeah, okay. that pans out. That pans out. And even and, and even with the current member and then, you know, and there's stuff that happened in the last two or three months with the current member. And, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah, you and, should talk and, about that because I don't follow them anymore on right. any social media, so I don't see any of that anymore. Well, Whatever happened with that? Well, I, it, it kind of just disappeared because they tried. Weird. to they, Well, we don't if you say that, then it's going to we can't <laughs> say that because I don't. Oh, and people will know who it is. But I can say this is the part I can say. There was Wait, so we're we editing that out, or are we pretending I to, didn't say that? We're gonna edit it out. <laughs> can you just bleep? Can you just bleep when I said bleep it again? Yeah. I'll yeah, I, yes. Okay. Um, <laughs> but anyway, like some leave it some, in and just bleep it. Okay. So some. Wait, bad wait. Let's sh- do it again. No. So some bad, <laughs> so some bad shit happened. That's just who they are. So I guess big picture is. We kind of was a bitch and it bit him in the ass. Yes. But I mean, for us, we learned our lesson in one. Sometimes you don't want to meet your heroes. (laughs) Uh, Sometimes your heroes lose their minds. Yes. And, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, and on the flip side, like um, we know how to vet better. I guess we've kind of we kind of know how to vet. We kind of know like, okay, yeah, we're not that person's not going to come on here, which honestly thank thankfully like the guests that we've had before and since then have been off the charts yep. yeah like, we've been really well, lucky yeah. to have the guests that we've had so well hindsight i guess we should have listened to you what should have caused a lot of chaos that's for sure yeah but 
I well, guess let's mo- st- we still got stuff to talk about it though. It still hasn't ended yet. Is it not ended yet? No, I mean it has ended, it, but there's still yeah. more to the story. Oh, there is. Okay. Yeah, there's still more to the story. What else happened? So, so we're at the point now where we took everything down. Yes. And, um, now it's behind the scenes lawyer and lawyer talk, right? Right. So I still haven't got back to on. We sort of talk like this, all of us, and we all decided we're just going to stay silent, right? Mm-hmm. Well, Steven decides. <laughs> Not hardcore encyclopedia. Right, right. Other, other, Steven of Frisky Morris. Yeah. And Steven and I are still cool. He just, after all this, like, it's too, he's a new dad and it's just too much. Yeah. It's yeah. too much bullshit. Like, and I understand, like, he helped us with a lot of big interviews and. It just, it was too much. It was the straw that broke every single camel and that yeah. whole pack of cigarettes. Yep. So basically, um, Stephen declined coming on this episode. Um, well, he probably didn't want to relive it. <laughs> no. Yeah, exactly. And I, you know, and I haven't talked to him about it in like four or five months. So um, we're still cool. Everything's cool with, with Stephen and I, but um you don't talk about that subject, which I, I no, get. we don't talk about that subject. No. Yeah. Um, which sucks because it sort of like ended that sort of time where Steven was on the podcast and I yeah. enjoyed him being on the podcast. Oh, yeah. yeah. But I also that, understand like. Yeah. And, and that was a time when our Steven, this Steven, the hardcore encyclopedia was like, hey, I got to step down for a little bit. I can mm-hmm. come on and do some album reviews and coffee reviews. But so we needed Steven at that time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The other Steven. So. Um, but luckily, you know, we got Jacob on now and this Steven's coming back more, mm-hmm. but it was just, it was really hard on all of us because we had the former member that the guy who we interviewed's lawyer contacting us saying, Hey, look, my client is saying he didn't want you to put this out. Um, so that's sort of huge because you sort of went back on his on his word and put it out anyways. And I said, well, none of that happened by the way, right. like your, your client's blowing smoke up your ass. Like, and it kept going on for a few days. And finally I was like, okay, you know what? I don't, I don't really want this to get, go to court or anything. So I was like, I'll send you screenshots. He was asking for screenshots. So I was like, right. you know what? I'll send you screenshots. Cause I was talking to, to my lawyer friend and she was like, um, only give them enough to sort of shut them up, you know? Right. Kind of thing. And and in this, this guy who is the guy who we interviewed's lawyer was the only cool person in this whole thing. Yes. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like he was actually really cool. Mm-hmm. He's like, Hey, I do some uh managing for some other big hardcore bands and I can get we haven't took taken him up on it because I don't no. even want to get a hold of him, but no. Um he actually <laughs> managed it... some like really big hardcore access. Yeah. He said he would get on the podcast. Yeah. And he was totally cool. But anyways, so I sent him screenshots and he was like, oh, like, you know, my client didn't want this stuff out. And so I sent him the stuff that his client said to us. And he was like, okay, well, we won't explore that route. <laughs> right. So then so then it was silent for a few more days because he realized that, you know, that dude was right. blowing smoke nothing. up his ass. Right. Yeah, there's nothing there. A dead end. Because he lied to him. So then a few days later, he goes, hey, can I get some of those screenshots from the current member lawyer that 
they sent because this would help us a ton if it's timestamped before he got a hold of us. And I said, well, how so? It's like, well, in court, you know, we settled and we did all this stuff. And one of the things we settled on was he wasn't allowed to get a hold of any third party. He had to get a hold of me. So me meaning the former member's lawyer. Right. So he had to get a hold of the other guy before he would contact yeah. us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically. Because he was the former member was booking shows as the band, and he would the current member would get a hold of the the uh venues and and say, This is bullshit. He's not the band, I'm the real band. I wrote all these songs, you know, like that kind of stuff. Right. And so the venues would just be like, I don't want to deal with any of this. So that's why they made up that thing basically like yo, you got to go through us, the lawyers. Like, don't even talk to, you know, the podcasts or the venues or any of that. Like, so they made that a thing like that's basically breaking their deal if he gets a hold of a third party. And so it happened to be that when he got a hold of me, he got a hold of me first before his lawyer. So I sent him the screenshots that he got a hold of us first. And he said, thank you. This just like null and voids the whole case. And it did. And that was the end of it, like, luckily, because he went about it the wrong way. So he really could have sued and probably won, um, you know, for slander, because he did slander the shit out of him. Right. <laughs> the The current member could have probably sued the former member for 10 grand for slandering um, him, but he broke the rules of the court first. Right. And I provided that information with a screenshot, and that ended it. I think it, yeah. it was hard, it was hard on on you too, Wiley, because all this stuff was happening, and you we were getting messages. So there was no like verbal talk for a little bit while there. So you don't know how the they, those are supposed to come across, like a, a text message. Sometimes right. you read it, and you're like, "Is he like yelling at me, or is he like being like?" you know, nice about it. Like, like, you know, and you're getting like from this, from that, from that. So it was very um, stressful. Oh, you mean with Steven? Like all of it, just the, you know, the yeah. lawyer from the lawyers. It was very well, stressful. you know, I had a phone call with the lawyer <laughs> at, at later on, but like at, at the very first, end, it, yeah. At, at first it was just, it was just messages. Um, yeah. So you don't really know how that's all coming across. Right. <laughs> yeah. The phone call. And he kept saying like, my client apologizes my client's very sorry and i'm like bullshit your client doesn't give a fuck and yeah. i need to hear i need to hear or see it from your client right right and that's not gonna happen because he basically went silent except for you i don't want this out right which was a lie <laughs> you mama luke <laughs> so yeah there that yeah that was our fun and it might have been confusing for people because of how we had to say it but right there Dude, they're both so so happy. And when we talked, when I talked to my lawyer friend about putting this episode out, the one thing she said was, "Make sure you read all that stuff in the beginning, and make sure you don't even say their name or what band yeah. it is, because um, you just don't want any trouble." Right. right. And you know, this is, and this is, I guess, for me at least, makes me so thankful for the whole uh, crew of hardcore bands that's out now. Um, not that there's not shit that happens now, but 
the old school mentality that those guys carry and there's still some other old guys that carry this yeah it's dying thankfully it's it's thankfully dying the whole macho yep bs yeah which really isn't macho because they turn around and try to the thing that they constantly said that they're anti they actually use to hurt other people like they're going to use the court system which they were you know you know what i'm saying so it's just a bunch of bullshit and i'm glad it's finally ending court justice and I'm glad there's other bands as the bands. I don't know. That's why I I'm so thankful when we have a younger band on mm-hmm. or a newer band. Cause I'm like, this is such a breath of fresh air compared to the bullshit that. Yeah. But like, you know, well, we had Roger Moretta on, he was nothing. Oh no, he, no, nothing. But yeah, that there's guys like that. And you know, when well, you know what those Even guys Scott are doing Vogel from terror, so yeah. positive and helpful. Yeah. yeah. And that's what I'm saying. Those guys are all part of the scene and they're all helping. They're not hurting. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They're trying. They're they're thankful for things continuing and moving on, and trying to push younger bands and get them out there. And glad to yeah. have conversations with people. And that's what's this, cool. This band prides themselves in being the originators of a certain style of hardcore. Yeah, yeah. I won't say because y'all will yeah. know who I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. So, so hmm. it's like it's like who cares? Just. If you have a voice, help other people with that voice. Yeah. Don't knock people down. And especially yeah. don't write books about it and then completely act <laughs> the opposite. The opposite. Right. <laughs> right. Like, so. I'm going to use your book as a doorstop. So. I ain't reading that shit. Well, I feel better. I feel better now. I feel like we got it. Yeah. It was weird. Like, it kind of, you know, drummed up a lot of stuff. <laughs> right. And the most, the, the, the most, the bummer of it all is really the thing with Steven DeFalco. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's the most bummer. Like, I just feel like, uh, it just, it, you feel it was like just it a ruined... lot of stress and BS yeah. on him. Yeah. And it ruined and it, the taste for him. Cause he was doing, I mean, he wasn't just helping us out. He had his own podcast that he was doing. He's not doing that anymore either. Yeah. But really the whole, like, lawyer thing back because i was talking to my lawyer friend and she said hey get more information on this don't respond yet and i reached out to all of you and said hey if you read this because they were hitting up me on on uh my email but they're also hitting up the coffee hardcore page right but then they also hit up the frisky morris page which i can't read or see anything and so steven saw it and took a screenshot and i was like yeah we're trying to deal with it don't say anything because we're trying to figure all this stuff out. And then he sort of did Kate. because he was over it. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. And so it sort of caused, I was like, dude, I just spent like an hour talking to my lawyer friend and trying to get this all work. So it caused friction between us, which I felt bad. Right. Right. And yeah. And really it was just all nonsense. Right. right. It was two people's egos just trying to smash together. Mm hmm. Right, and it t- and basically throwing their shit on everybody else, and right? Expecting everybody else to deal with it, and you're like, and it hurt. it sucks, man. Way too much stress. Too much. Yeah. And I I remember the former member uh, writing an email saying like, "Oh gosh, it was wrote me twice, and it was really really long," and I read part of it but i was feeding my son and trying to get him to take a nap and then 
another message came in and I was just like, Hey man, I'll read this in a little bit, but like, this is a lot to take in. And you know, I'm, I got a lot to do right now with work and the podcasting with my son and he just didn't, he didn't care. Right. He only cared about himself. Right. Right. Yeah. Like, Oh, you're not going to respond right away. And I don't know. It was just disheartening. Yeah. So yeah, Damn you fools. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Stephen, yeah. what you kind of saw it from a different perspective because you weren't really you're part of the podcast. You were seeing all the messages, but you're really like looking into it. So how did you see it all? I just felt like um, I saw. So I was I saw how Mick didn't really want anything to do with it in the beginning, <laughs> um, but we we had a very good conversation um, yeah. through our through our chat. Um, and, and I thought it was going to be all right after that. Um, I was kind of excited cause you know who they are and, and all that. And it, it's just to, to get the copy of the, um, the interview and listen to that. I just, I just felt horrible. Um, it was pretty bad. Where, eh? where, yeah. Where this person was, uh, I was just, was pretty amazed, um, completely opposite of what I would have thought. Um, and then, you know, then the lawyer stuff. And like I said, like the, I know Wiley was just getting like bombarded with messages and stuff. And I, I could yeah, from feel three different I, parties. Yeah. I could feel it. Like you're, you're like, you're just being like tense and stressed and, um, you know, not really knowing what to do. Cause it was a whole new area for us to go through. Um, and then, and Steven, of course, it was just, it was just, it was tough, man. The whole thing, it sucked. It, yeah. it pretty much sucked. And, and we were stuck in the middle of it. And, and well, and, and one thing I did want to say that I didn't bring up is even in the interview, when he's yeah. talking mad shit about the current number, <laughs> I say, are you sure you're allowed to talk about this? <laughs> because I heard that you're not like, I heard that this was part right. of the lawsuit that you're not allowed to talk about. And he goes, F that shit. I don't care. The world <laughs> needs to know. I ain't afraid. Yeah. Right. Apparently he was. Like, come on. I even like, I even like gave it to you. Right. Yeah. He's just not, it's not there though. It's, yeah, it's not there. You could, he'd hear it, but I don't know. I mean, I think think we we definitely, we definitely learned a lot from it. I can say that. That is true. Uh, You know, I don't know if this is, if this episode is going to confuse the hell out of people. (laughs) <laughs> nah, it won't. It won't. It won't. But, but uh, thanks for sticking with us uh, through it. But yeah. uh, coming up here, we got a a coffee and album review chat with the uh, with us three and Brian Gray comes in. So That's stick right. around. Stick around. Brian Gray from the Blame. Eh, mm-hmm. Let's get into it. Hold on to your butts. All right. 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 All right, all right, all right, all right. It's the coffee review time, and I got my coffee review buddies with me. I've got Mick, I've got yeah. Steven, and I've got Byron Gary, a.k.a. Brian Gray here. <laughs> so we're going to talk coffee. <laughs> Y'all ready for it? Yes. Yes. Sir. I'm doing Stovetop Roasters from Holland, Michigan. Coffee type is Space Fox. Ooh. I think I've posted this before. The bag is really cool. It's got a little fox drawing and a little space helmet. I love it. Tasting notes are orange rind, custard, baker's chocolate. 
So I know in our I know in our uh beginning our intro or whatever, Godhead dude says we don't know jack shit about coffee, which we don't. And now having Steven on the show who actually knows a ton about coffee. No. Nope. Um, we're gonna oh yep, Jacob, who knows a ton about <laughs> coffee. Sorry. We're all we're all gonna sound I'm a true yeah. listen, listen, I'm a true dad now. Hey you. Yes. What's your name? Steven Ryan Mick J- Jacob, get over here. Yes. Yes. Um so we're not as smart as Jacob when it comes to coffee, but you know what? We do try. Don't we, guys? We try, right? Yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Love it. Description, though. Here we go. Ready? Space Fox wears a cool helmet, has pals in just about every galaxy. That's the description of the coffee. (laughs) (laughs) It says it all. It says it all. Uh, Mexican coffee is gaining global attention and we are stoked about it. We partner with our friends at Red Fox Coffee to source coffee brimming with fruity, acidy tones of sweetness. Tons of sweetness. Excuse me. I can't read. Um, runs you about $17.50 for a 10-ounce bag. So this is what's on their website and on the back of their packaging. And I would say that I definitely do taste the orange hint before even reading the tasting notes. I really did. This is one fine tasting cup of joe. I like it. The beans smell delicious. The artwork and packaging is very eye-catching, and I'm huge on artwork. Um, It's very interesting. It's best possible combination. I really dug this coffee. Libby, my wife, bought it for me, and I was surprised. Uh, It's a little on the light to light medium side, um, and that's perfect for me. It's very fresh. It's very smooth. The acidity isn't overbearing. As you know, I have all these acidity issues where I burp up heartburn coffee. you know, so doesn't give me after acid reflux, doesn't give me heartburn, any of that unfortunate side effects. So that's really good for me. And as we've stated many times, no way are we professionals, even semi-professional coffee taste testers. So Jacob's not on. So you got to deal with Brian and us now. So we really don't know. We really don't know much, much about it, but I like this coffee, whatever that means to you. Um, it makes me happy waking up in the morning and grinding it and making it and it smells great. Tastes great. I'm a fan, big fan. Yeah, That's all I got guys. Sorry. That's all you got. Is that it? That's all, that's all I'm, got. I'm, not, I'm not, I'm not great at this. <laughs> Am I next? I don't know. You're just laughing. I thought it was funny. Oh, it is. Well, I, I can go next if you want sure. me to. Yeah, you go next. All right. All right. You so go next. You go next. You do it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So here's the deal. I thought I didn't have a coffee review for this evening, but I forgot that for my wife's birthday, she decided that she wanted to go straight up New Orleans, Louisiana. She wanted to do gumbo. She wanted to do all this stuff. And uh, so she wanted to make her own dinner for for her birthday. So she made homemade. Wait, she wanted gumbo. to make her own dinner. Yes, yes, okay. because for her birthday she got this pot, and I cannot remember for the life of me what this pot is called. But basically, it is a traditional pot that is passed down from family to family, and it's very hard to buy one. And mm-hmm. if you find one, you're lucky. 
uh, because it's normally kept in the family and normally it's what they use in Louisiana to make gumbo. So I found it. Well, she actually found it and I got it for her for her birthday. And so she made the gumbo in this pot, which is amazing. She made um, that and hot beignets. Do you know what beignets is? It's no. like Brian saying yes. Super awesome. Best way I can describe it is old school powdered donuts. Mm. Like amazing. And so, then, so wait, wait a second. So this pot really is like the the best ingredient in cooking. Yes, for oh, I don't know why, but it is. It's like a big deal. Um, are, you, are you a bad cook? Me? No, Mick. No, I I'm an okay cook. My wife is an amazing cook. I knew that she was a really good cook, and that's why I didn't know if she was like. Yo, I don't trust you to make me a good dinner. <laughs> or that she wanted. No, I we actually the kids and I did dinner for her the Sunday before her birthday. Gotcha. So so yeah yeah I we did. Uh, normally so that's I'd why like, she wanted to make her own. Yeah yeah. Normally I would I do like uh, some sort of chicken, but I made homemade pizza this time. Uh, but why the chicken cross the road? I don't know why. Because <laughs> <laughs> your wife was like, We're gonna want cereal for my birthday, <laughs> yeah. But the, the one thing that you're supposed to have with hot beignets is coffee with chicory, and the coffee with chicory that's huge in New Orleans is Cafe du Monde. And she ordered some of that, and that's what we had with our gumbo and our beignets, and it was absolutely amazing. I forgot how much I love chicory coffee. I don't know if you know what – do you know what chicory is? We actually have – like right next to where I work, there's these little – I mean, they're like small. They're little like bluish purple flowers and basically they're it's a chicory plant and you can dig up the roots and you dry out the roots and that's how you get chicory and you can mix it in with coffee and it kind of makes it not so acidy Mm. but also gives it a little bit of at least to me like a like a licorice slight licorice taste black or red black Yeah, black is the only liquid. <laughs> yes, right. Yeah. Red is just is just like Twizzlers. That's yeah. not licorice. What's wrong with Twizzlers? Nothing. It's not licorice. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but when you take you take that concoction of coffee and chicory like and, you, and you mix it, <laughs> you mix it with hot milk, and the two together, oh, it's so good. So yeah, Cafe du Monde, and Wiley, you'll love this. You uh-huh. can get a 15 ounce can for nine dollars. I do love that. Beat that. Because <laughs> lately, because lately, right? We've been buying coffee that's like 20 bucks for like 12 ounces, and you're like, what the heck? Yeah, that is so, true. It does make reviewing coffee a little bit harder. Yes. Especially like if the coffee gives, you know, like I have a lot of issues with coffee. So if I end up buying something that's expensive that i'm like well who am i sending this to right well here's and i will my little piece of advice if you order a can of coffee du monde is do not make it strong because one of two things is going to happen you're either going to be extremely hyper or you are going to poop a lot I do both. I'm both. Between the two. Because the first batch I made, I was like, holy crap, this is like way too much. Like, I am way too hyper right now. 
like the whole shaking a little bit because I made it. Yeah. yeah. So a little too strong. Next day <laughs> I got it really good. So yeah. There you go. That's mine. Coffee Dumont. Go get it. Uh, it's good. I like it. Yeah. Steven, you're up, sir. All right. Um, I'm just gonna say I'm sorry first. Uh oh. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um so let's just I'll just go into the story. So we went away on vacation kind of like a long weekend and we went up to New Hampshire and um there's this place up there, it's in Conway, it's it's Zeb's general store, and the store is amazing. It has like every spice, every sauce, everything you could imagine is in this store. And everything I've ever got from it is amazing. And I love it. So I'm looking for a coffee. I see they have a coffee. I'll show you guys. You can see it. it no, says, you got to put it more in the screen. See there? No, over by your face more. There wow. you go. All right. What's it say on the top? Best coffee. Yeah. New well, Hampshire's best coffee. You know, New, New, Hampshire. New, New Hampshire's best coffee. Live free or die. I choose die. Um, so... <laughs> <laughs> Does it say that or are you saying it's, it said yeah live live free or die that's that's what new new hampshire's motto is live free or die so first off it's it's zeb's general store fluff another i okay. am a fluff another king i truly believe <laughs> a fluff another a day will keep the doctor away right so i saw that <laughs> He's not the hardcore encyclopedia anymore. It's Stephen, the fluffer nutter. Oh, um, dude, Sorry. marshmallow peanut butter is my thing. So I'm like, it's, I was no, so excited. It's good. I, dude, I was so excited. I'm like, this is gonna be amazing. It's gonna be so good. It is horrible. Um, <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> it's. I hate. I'm sorry. I, but all right, so it's Cynthia Jackson Coffee. They're out of Manchester. They labeled this thing. They put the best coffee in New Hampshire, blah, blah, blah. Um, they sell it at this really amazing store. I got hooked and sunk. My wife was all excited for it. We all, both tried it. We're like, no, nah, maybe we just made it wrong. We tried it again, tried it again. It's just not good. It's it, it, <laughs> it did, All I could taste is peanut butter. There's no <laughs> fluff. It's like it, it <laughs> totally no ruined fluff. me. <laughs> Wait, when you mean it's by barely, peanut butter, it's barely even gone, and it's I've had it for like a month and a half. So it's so when you, you know. say peanut butter, is it like an an over strong abundance? Yeah, of it's peanut just butter? A, oh, abundance really? of peanut butter. Um, <laughs> so you don't get the know. smooth the smoothness of a fluffer nutter. Yeah, nothing. That, there's that pillowy there's... cloud of marshmallow at all. Right. It's just straight yeah. peanut butter totally ripped off just yeah. nuts i don't want to eat nuts you know what i mean like, <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness so, so yeah so honestly so if you go to new hampshire up to conway go to zeb's they are amazing honestly they have crazy stuff they got like penny candy stuff it's all back in the day stuff too like um moxie sodas it's dude, it's dude it's it's wicked wicked cool store just don't buy the coffee Back in my day, I smoked a whole pack of candy cigarettes. <laughs> so when when we put this episode out and promote it, we'll promote Zeb's and yes. not the coffee. Yes, we'll do that def definitely because we can't we we can't have another depressing coffee <laughs> segment like we had last last this, <laughs> last episode. The store is the store is so cool that when you go there, there's literally a line to get into it. 
it's like it's like the place to go up there. Like you, it, you will wait. You wait are you like line. I'm the hardcore encyclopedia? Let yeah. me in. Well, yeah, they let me go by everybody. So I yeah, yeah. Of course, so of is course. it like is it like New Hampshire's Buckies? Is that kind of like what it is? New Hampshire's <laughs> Buckies, probably, probably. <laughs> hey, oh, hey, wow. Steven, show Brian your your hand tattoo there. That's awesome. I have it on my calf. Ankle, you had to like, think about it. <laughs> it moved. <laughs> it moves around. I put it. I put it someplace where it wouldn't move. That's awesome. <laughs> For the listeners, it's the crucified tattoo. That's the one tattoo that Zach has, also. I mean, it makes you cool. Where's yours? <laughs> don't have it yet. I said yeah. yet. He's not yet. cool yet. He's not cool yet. I don't no, have he, much he, room, but. He got that cheap thing on his head instead. The um. Oh yeah, you said sheep. I thought you said cheap thing. <laughs> Same thing. No, just kidding. Same thing. <laughs> Same difference. <laughs> All Brian, what do you got? Your listeners are all gonna think I'm a jerk. Um, uh, <laughs> you mean they'll find out you're a jerk? Yeah, they're gonna figure out. <laughs> <laughs> so I. Yeah, I thought it was funny on the LS episode that when it got to Jake's coffee review, he just poo-pooed on a coffee. I was like, <laughs> Yeah. I was like, wow, didn't see that coming. It's like but, it's not so heaven. And we did not tag them. We did not. I just tagged so, Oak and Crow. That was it. I was yeah. actually surprised that he did that. I was like, whoa, that's crazy. All right. So my name is Jake. Some people call me Jacob. This week. So I don't like coffee at all. I think coffee tastes like <laughs> anger. It's this anger. most like pissed off <laughs> beverage. I never understood it. Like once a year on tour, I would buy a Dunkin' Donuts coffee and I would put so much creamer and sugar. It looked like a milkshake. And so now I just had this like angry milkshake, which nobody wants an angry milkshake. So I was like, speak for yourself. Yeah, everybody wants that. No, that's, then, that's hardcore. <laughs> Welcome like to the Coffee and Hardcore podcast, Brian. I don't like coffee. But, I don't like coffee. But um, when I was married, my ex-wife would make cappuccino cheesecakes. I think she just did it so I couldn't have any of it. So I was like, nobody wants an angry cheesecake. The um, But like, uh, because you were talking about New Hampshire coffee. Have you guys tried Chris Weibel from Everdown? Um, he has a coffee roasting business out of New Hampshire. Uh, so who, who have we had on this talked about that? We've had somebody on this talked about the guy from Everdown's coffee. Because um, I was like, oh, yeah, Everdown. I remember them. Dude, we've had so many people. I don't the guy, I can't remember. The guy from, the guy from Be Well. Uh, did he bring in no that could no that was his because he had his own coffee yeah i can't remember but yeah try I heard, again, I heard try he again. you only have 49 other guesses <laughs> <laughs> and um my friend xavier in chicago originally roasted for intelligentsia he has his own coffee called metric yeah he used to play my band the satire i think glenn's tried the metric stuff yep i have is it any good it is good yes it's very good. That, that's my coffee review. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There it is. Okay. I like how you got around it. <laughs> that was a very positive way of getting around a coffee review. I like it. If you want to well, be angry. Wanna, <laughs> yeah, I don't want to poo-poo on everybody's like thing. Like but, Jake? 
Cup. I like when Jake does his poo-poos, but it was still. No, I liked it too. I was just, I was like shocked. I was like, whoa. <sighs> I don't know if Jacob missed the memo of what the segment's supposed to be, but it's cool. I guess yeah. it's it his segment, from, so he can do whatever he wants. Right. It went from seven minutes in heaven to seven minutes in hell. Yeah. <laughs> I will, but it's funny because you guys cut him off, but I'm intrigued by his tea. His tea's good. Oh, his well, if you kept good. listening, he talks about his tea in the yeah. outro. He yep, does. I listened to it. I oh. thought it was cool. Okay, well, now. Okay. Also, I don't like hot beverages. I don't like hot <laughs> showers. You don't I like hot showers? Like, Back up. You don't take hot showers? No, I take like a medium shower. I don't like it hot. Medium? Oh, medium. medium temperature. I'm thinking like yeah. medium beverage non, size. I'm like, what? Non-scalding. <laughs> yeah. I'll take a venti shower. But the... Uh, <laughs> but like, That'll be uh, $9.99, please. Yeah. Since my surgery, I do have to have it a little hotter than I'm used to. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't like hot... I don't like hot... Like, apple cider doesn't make sense to me. Um, <laughs> Let me ask you this. Do you, eat your pizza, do you eat your pizza hot or... Cold or room temperature? See all the above, but I don't like it when it's burning the roof of my mouth hot. Well, no one likes it when it's burning the roof of their mouth hot, but you eat food hot, right? So you understand hot. That window on pizza from burn your mouth hot to room temperature is a tube in a window. So you've got literally, if you don't nail it, you're having room temperature pizza. I'll eat pizza at any temperature. Yeah. I'll eat it hot. <laughs> oh. Or cold out of the since, refrigerator. Since or if I can, it sat out all night. I'll, I don't care. Since yeah. I can promote the blamed with this story, here's a good coffee story with Glenn. Jim from the blamed was oh, no. in Chicago. We were recording, and my friend Xavier had told me from Metric Coffee, I think Glenn backed up my story that, um, Starbucks and Pete's coffee are basically burnt coffee. They, I don't know if it's over roasting because I don't like coffee. But so then Glenn was like, you got to try. And I said something to along the lines of like intelligentsia. So Glenn picked the place. I think it was you. And we went and took Jim. And it was like, Jim's not hipster at all. So we walked in and like. What do you mean? He did drink Starbucks. That's like the most. He, the dude behind the bar had a, a V-deck shirt with a man bun, and it was just, we knew it was about to happen. <laughs> Jim ordered some kind of coffee, got it, tried it, and he looked at me and you, Glenn, and said, okay, fine. I like burnt coffee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and we went to that that like eccentric pizza place with the dude from uh what was the band from vengeance. uh vengeance rising yeah and i had yeah. never i took one for the team that night because yeah, i you did try you that got vegan pizza with me and glenn was like hey i forgot my lactate pills or whatever he's like <laughs> lactose pills yes yeah he's like can i can we get a i don't want pills that make me lactate yeah so he was <laughs> so i took over the team at a place I wanted to try. And I thought we got the lamest pizza ever. 
What did we get? I forgot. It was actually really good, by the way. Um, but it was like good lame. Mm-hmm. So like um, the blamed, or like Buckaroo Bonsai, but like uh, then Jim and the dude from Vengeance Pizza came. And I think they got like a they macaroni. got a macaroni and cheese pizza. <laughs> yeah, I was, was like, crazy. okay, their pizza is way lamer than ours. So. <laughs> it was crazy looking. What You're guy like, from wanna... Vengeance was it? Doug. Oh, okay, Doug. Dude, let me tell you this: I've never seen Brian not as much as Jim, but I'd never seen them like fangirl over anybody, and they both, especially Jim, fangirled over this dude. And I kept being like, who's this guy? <laughs> like he's a little bit before your time. Yeah, it was just crazy because it's Jim from the right. Crucified. Like, well, it was you're just supposed Doug... to you're supposed to fangirl over Jim, but he was fangirling over this dude. It wasn't, yeah, sure, but it was mostly the. What do you mean, yeah, sure? You know who he was. <laughs> I mean, I interpret things different than you do. The um, <laughs> but uh, when but Jim sure. gets excited and giddy, he's fangirling. Look, well, meet in the middle and say you're right. But the, uh, <laughs> but what do you call it? Uh, Doug just had these stories that were very enamoring about vengeance. Which I don't know, Stephen, did you ever follow vengeance? Uh, I don't know your age group, but Mick and I yeah. did. Oh, yeah. So Stephen and I around the same age. So mm-hmm. if Mick was at the table, you would have been silent. I would have, <laughs> yes. I get to hear stories about what happened with vengeance. Yeah, I, yeah, I was bugging Jim a little bit because he kind of because he kind of played with those guys a couple of times and he was like, but it never worked out. I'm like, OK, well, it was like, I know post. I know I know a little bit of the backstory, so I don't yeah. I won't get into it. But Jim played with them post the backstory. Yeah. Yeah. So he's playing with them after they're doing this band once dead. And whatever. yeah, yeah. It was cool. It was cool time. I. I got to find out who they were and I got to watch two dudes eat macaroni and cheese pizza for the first time <laughs> <laughs> and split a vegan pizza with Brian. Nice. It was, cool. it was the best And every ever. time we, and every time we went up to the bar, it was Brian and I on sober duty watching the drunks. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> That's fun. Watching all the drunk people. Remember when we went to the bar, all those drunk people, uh, fun times. <laughs> fun times. Fun times. Fun times with Byron Gary. No, I'm Jake in this section of the podcast. What? Yeah, he's J- he's Jake in this part of the podcast. He's J- oh, okay. <laughs> so, Jake, you think the Ransom album is the best album ever to come out this year? <laughs> <laughs> well... As a non-meat eater, I prefer not to <laughs> align with anything that has to do with the letter R. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, that was the coffee review. Okay, bye, guys. <laughs> All right, here we are. It's hardcore time. Uh, we're going to review some killer shit. Uh, I'm going to start it off. I got um, 
mind clot coming out of St. Louis. Ooh, yes, wow. you do. They released uh, Profit Over People, um, October 27th, 2023. This is some St. Louis D-beat, hardcore, crusty, crunchy punk music. Um, it's oh, got yeah. some black and metal aspects. Um, it just keeps going. It's freaking awesome. I truly dig the vocals, the screams to the hardcore yells back to the screams. I just, I love it. Um, it's fast. It's crusty. The drums, the bass, they hold down the fort while the, the singer just brings it to the next level. So uh, super quick. Um, it's, it's awesome. Uh, my favorite songs are poison. Um, Gaslight exploit us. Um, it's just, I don't know. I can relate to a bunch of the lyrics, the, the song poisons about most likely heroin addiction. Um, you know, my life, most of my life being an addict, I can definitely relate to that. Um, did you ever do heroin? I did. I never, I never, never shot it. I did. I snorted it. Crazy. Um, but yeah, I mean, there, I mean, my life, I, I, there wasn't much I didn't do. <laughs> um, but man, I definitely am glad to be out of that. So, um, yeah, I mean, St. Louis, we've, we've covered um, Squint from St. Louis. Um, yeah. I think we had we have an, a couple other bands, I think, also from that area. Um, they got stuff, some stuff going on down there. I, I was checking out their page. Uh, looks like they're very active, playing like, you know, every weekend. A um, whole bunch of different stuff going on down in St. Louis. So uh, I would love to play the song Exploit Us because I think that is just the whole package. Um, and the, the singer's bark rar whatever you want to call it in the beginning uh he does it through a bunch of the songs um it really just gets you going so uh let's let's drop that and then uh we can see what you guys think about it St. Louis. <laughs> I, that is, it's it's crazy. I gotta add the artwork too, because every yeah, the artwork's they crazy. dropped. Yeah, they've had some nasty um, artwork, and and I went back to their um, previous catalog stuff, and it, it definitely has gotten better and better as it's gone. So, um, it's really cool stuff. I, what did you, what did you guys think of it? 
I just want to know if it's two singers, like is the guitar player singing too, or is it just the the gnarly, scary vocals? Like, is he doing, is he pulling double duty or is somebody else coming in with like the barking vocals? Because the main guy to me sounds like a mix from Dan from Zale and Roger Martinez from Vengeance Rising. Like, oh, nice. So like, it's just scary. Like, I don't, I can't even, it just sounds like a horror movie. Halloween uh, music. Yes. <laughs> um, so I just want to know, is it two guys? Is it one guy? Like, what is going on with that? Because if it's the same guy pulling off both one things. Guy, I think it's one guy with two heads. <laughs> yeah, okay. No, it could be. No, no, it could be. You never know. I guess never I should have read the room. Should have read the room better on that one. <laughs> I, I was trying. I was trying to figure that out too. And I, I think, I think it's two. Um, but okay. I, I'm not 100, but I, I was trying to figure it out. And it sounds to me like it's, it's two. So I think you get the the hardcore vocals doing one, and and then the the black metal screaming is the the lead. So it's, it's yeah, cool. you have to <laughs> you have to YouTube it. Oh yeah. YouTube it. Y'all gotta YouTube it. I tried to YouTube some of their stuff earlier and I couldn't I was but I was also at work and a lot of that stuff is blocked, so I didn't get to see it. So I could only listen. So yeah. It also that I believe the um I kind of was looking them up a little bit and that the profit over people, I believe, is off the uh Chom uh Chomsky book, if anyone knows who that is. Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah. Totally. Mm -hmm. Mm. <laughs> so who, who's going who's going next you go next mick you want me you go next? all right yeah so all right so here's the deal let's see i have i have been waiting since june to <laughs> review this album yeah we haven't done it's... a review in a while I, well that's right. true and it's a four song ep it dropped in june on the 30th day of 2023 it's only four songs it's seven minutes long but to me in my opinion and i know we're collectively going to have an album of the year and we're going to talk about that next month but for me yes. this is my album of the year it is power alone's uh nothingness four song ep and to me it is the perfect hardcore record of 2023 in my opinion yeah. You didn't you review Power Alone's last record too? I can't remember because it was either you or me, right? I it was one of us. All I know is is that when I listened, I either I picked it or you pick it, picked you it. Loved I can't it, remember, but you I loved, loved it. it. I loved it so much. I bought uh, a yeah. shirt and a record, and my wife loved it. So it was like because so I've always had like wait, and didn't it, and, the podcast buy you a shirt and a record? Yes, we did. The, the Power Alone one? Are you sure? Yeah. Oh, well, then yeah, the podcast. You Thank you. Because you were I was so happy rough, about it. You were having a rough time and you reviewed that record and you loved it. So I got a hold of Steven and was like, yo, I want to send him this. And so we went halvesies on it. Oh, yeah. Well, thank you guys. I forgot. That's horrible. <laughs> yeah. to forget. That's bad, isn't it? <laughs> no, anyway, it was, so, a while. it was last year. So, so it just happened. So, but since, well, I just had like, uh, and it, I don't know what to, I don't know what to say. I just I like these guys since then, and so this album is just I don't know. It's been killer. It's absolute destruction from the riffs uh, to the tone of the whole record to the tone of the guitars and the bass. The drummer is off the hook. Uh, the lyrics are on point, especially for what's going on in the last couple of years. Uh, the song I want to play is called Leader Seekers. 
and the opening riff is freaking killer and we're going to play it right now ready here it is Face melt, face melt, face melt, face melt, face melt. I love it's, this band. I always love this band. I don't think they'll ever put out anything that's not good. No, no, they're no. It, it's too good. It, it's got everything. It's got everything from like it's got definitely got a groove to it to like yeah. straight old school like hardcore to like there's a little bit of guitar solos every once in a while. The bass tone's killer, and the vocalist, her vocals are on point. They're just super awesome. So yeah, you think I we'll be able to get them on the podcast, or is it too big for us? I don't know. I have tried a couple times. Uh, I I also know that they are um uh agnostic and I think yeah. that maybe because of what I, the band I used to be in and you know you know well, agnostic just means what you, you right. don't know. But I, I I think they're just I think they'd be afraid that we'd be offended by some things that we would say and so I wrote them and said, "Hey, I know I used to be in Zale, but I'm not going to be offended by anything that you would say. And I'd probably agree with half the things that you would say about organized religion. So I think we'd have a good conversation, but I've never heard back from them. I have seen it. They have liked the stuff when we've posted their stuff and they've reposted. So I don't think there's an issue. I just think maybe there just hasn't been, it hasn't hooked up to where we could actually get them to do it. So I think I've had, I've had a conversation with them. You Um, have. Okay. Yeah. And it, and it was, it was a good conversation. And you know they explained their views, and I was perfectly down with you know. Oh yeah, because it says straight edge for Christ on our thing, eh? Yeah, yeah. Because you, um, you run that. Yeah, they were they were cool though. They they were, they just that's not their thing. Um, oh, so couple, they deny yeah. us? Yeah, 
Holy shit. Uh, nice. Yeah, just just not it wasn't it, I guess it's just not their thing to to do interviews like that. Um Oh, that's going to say I've never heard them on another it, podcast, too. Yeah. Maybe that's um, the thing. It stinks cuz they they're straight edge too, which is kind of cool and I know we all kind of dig that. So, but yeah, yeah it's well, a, yeah, another We are all straight. Even Brian's straight edge. <laughs> What, what? <laughs> um, so that's funny. That's funny that you say that. So there's this country singer, like country folk singer named Coulter Wall. He does like that really low kind of Johnny Cash type country is all I can really compare it to. No and way. yes, way. and <laughs> he doesn't do interviews either. Like Joe Rogan actually reached out to him to do an interview. And he's like, nah, I'm good. Like I don't do interviews. And he really does it. But this cool. dude, this like, dude who's like his podcast is like as big as ours from uh canada because culture wall is from canada played shows with culture wall and he's like yo will you be on my podcast and he's like uh i don't do podcasts but for you okay and to, i lo- like i love this dude i listen to you know to his records a ton but i totally understand why he doesn't like to do podcasts because he's so awkward like <laughs> <laughs> it just comes up like, see, but I'm so glad I listened to it. It's, it's so cool because it's the first one he's really done, and he's always like, "I don't know what to do. Like, am I doing this right?" And he's like, "Yeah, I mean, you, you can't really do a podcast wrong. Right? You just got to talk." And he's like, "Oh, cool." <laughs> so I can understand not wanting, you know, not wanting to do things if you're not comfortable with it. But I remember Ian from Fugazi wouldn't mm. do interviews in magazines if they had beer ads. So like he was no oh, interesting Rolling Stone or Spin or because he was just like nah. Okay, so if they had any alcohol or anything like that, like anti straight edge stuff, you wouldn't do it. I'm not gonna say anti straight edge. I think he was just anti alcohol. Yeah, like because he was pretty anti like the whole corporate big money mm-hmm. profiting off of other people type thing. So. Yeah. I mean, all their shows were like, wasn't it like five bucks at the most? That was like their thing. Five to ten. I think it was five to ten. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was five. And then by the end in 2000, it was like, well, we might have to do 10. Which still, yeah. For Fugazi, that's nothing. Right. That's like, I don't know. I I think I paid more than 10 bucks for the, my, the Fugazi ticket I got back in 90, like six. Really? Pretty sure it was in Columbus. Yeah, Maybe. they're they're pretty strict about their ticket yeah. sales. Yeah, they were but really that was like, but it. that was like, with three other bands, I think. Sure. So, maybe it was to get the other bands some money. I, I mean, it Good. wasn't much. It was like twenty. I think it was like twenty bucks. So, yeah. blasphemy! <laughs> <laughs> I want to see a ticket, Mick. Yeah, I have to go through. I do have one somewhere. In 1996, twenty dollars was like a million dollars. It was. I know because I was like, I can't believe I'm paying this much for a ticket. It could buy you three tanks of gas. And I know you have the ticket. That's why I made the joke. I know it's here. I gotta, I gotta get it out of my scrapbook. You and (laughs) you and DJ from Living Sacrifice save everything. (laughs) Same with Roger Moret. Remember? Yeah, he saves absolutely everything. everything. Yep. Like everything. It's like, this is gum I chewed back in 1984. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome. Uh, Brian, do you want to go next? I thought I was last, you said. Okay, you can be last. I got to get to my notes. I got to get to my notes. Then. 
Do we uh, want to let's see? What? Do we want to mention the band that Jacob was going to review, or or I don't or even what? know what was he going to review. He was going to re- I, well, he was going to review the With Honor's new record. I was, was so hoping you were going to say Starbucks Christmas CD that they put out. This year. <laughs> <laughs> he does like to mix it up a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> that was the second choice. Because all I wanted to do was I wanted to say that I, I don't like the With Honor release because I think it reminds me of story of the year. And for the listeners that don't know, um, I wasn't given a notice on this, so I have no idea any of the records you guys are talking about. <laughs> yeah, so we're gonna, you kind of filled in at the well, last second. It was awesome. Well, we're going to address that in the intro, so they are they already know. Yeah, people know what's going on. Listeners already know. But I'm doing the band exhibition. Yeah. Go ahead. ahead. Oh, no, exhibition. That's great. Okay, exhibition. The album is The Last Laugh, released February of this year, 2023. 20 tracks, clocking in around 23 minutes. So I got to say, I really dig this record. It's super, super, super heavy riffing like 80s style hardcore guitars i'm a huge sucker for that uh, i love the track exhibition by exhibition yes they called it that the <laughs> dual vocals are great also the real like low and deep down in your stomach kind of growly vocals then the higher raspy in your throat vocals love it sucker for it i also dig the crucified cover originally by iron cross and made popular by agnostic front great cover I, w- I do want to play that song, but you know, like everyone knows that song. So um, this band is heavy. They groove. The rhythm section is unstoppable. Bass and drums are amazing. They're hard hitting, groovy together. I just, I can't get enough of it. I'm a sucker for this whole record, but I want to drop the track. Yes. Exhibition by exhibition. Let's do it. Boom. Yeah. 
Wiley, does it remind you of Skullcrack at all? Do you get a Skullcrack vibe from these guys? I don't. You don't? East, East Coast. Version. I don't. I yeah, see. I don't. I, are, they're from. I, I don't think so. No. See, I get a like a Skullcrack meets Nuclear Assault meets the meets Testament, like all those combined. That's the kind I, of. Feel I, I can I hear get. Testament. What the gives you the Skullcrack? No, the okay. the some the guitars thrash stuff like yeah. the thrash stuff like yeah. and the tone sometimes reminds me of the earlier skull crack stuff gotcha. skull cracks like a million times faster though yeah mm. because those guys sort of like how, that's not fast enough let's go back in the studio and record it again <laughs> it's, it's more like the, the punk version yeah. yeah yeah i think yeah. skull cracks vocals are i could see re, where you think it's like similar but yeah um you don't have to agree with me it's fine I don't. Yeah. Okay. Good. <laughs> That's not true, Mick. He doesn't do well with not agreeing with people. <laughs> are we? Are we? Are we changing the name to uh, Coffee and Buffalo Hardcore, or are we gonna keep it Buffalo Wild Wings Hardcore? Let's do it. <laughs> I, I thought every time I die, broke up. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Dude, this is a, this is a killer release, though. Honestly, I love it. It. I'm like super stuck in the thrash stuff that's been coming out because. It's yeah! been crazy this year. Yeah, I dude brings me back. Oh, so. speaking of thrash, Ruben from Through and Through just sent me. They just got signed to another to a new label, so right now we can't play it. He wants to do an episode coming up, right? Right. Where yeah. he's gonna be on it. We'll feature a track. But dude, it's so good. It's seriously so good. Like it's got super thrashy elements, and his vocals do crazy '80s stuff sometimes, and it's so good. That's cool. Like awesome. it actually blew me away. I was like, dude, this sounds crazy professional and crazy good. So look out for that. If all the songs sound like that, they're gonna take off. Can we so hear good. It. <laughs> it's one so more, good. One more thing about exhibition. I can't remember. I can't believe you haven't said something about the artwork for that too, because it's pretty oh yeah. It's oh yeah. It definitely cool. like old school. Yep. 80s, early 90s thrash. Yeah. You, you could I mean, you definitely know their influences in yeah. It's weird too because if you gave me that record and said this was from 1989, I'd be like, okay, yeah, oh yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. Like, there's nothing in it that would make me think, except for like the quality of it. Yeah, like if you were like, oh, this was from 1989, but it was remixed, remastered, I'd be like, oh, dude, this is sick. Like, I wouldn't know that it was from you know February of this year. Yeah, I would. I would feel like it was on some sampler that was with like Testament and Nuclear Assault, and like you're like, oh, dude, who's this band? These guys are great. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Yeah, it's really good. They play a, they play a lot. They play a lot with Scowl too. Oh, we like Scowl. Time. Oh yeah, we like Scowl. Brian Gray, what's you got? You got a record that you've been listening <laughs> to the last hour. What is it? So, like, my review is: <laughs> What season is this again on your podcast? Season four, four. episode twenty-two. Yes, I noticed that season four flows a lot better like um like when i listened to the interview with mick and bruce from ls like that was nice because without glenn it was so much more focused <laughs> like the way you were able to get straight to your questions it was really well done and then both the intros and the outros i also was like the way you guys communicated together was like, I don't know. It just seemed a lot better. You could Wait a minute. Are you reviewing the podcast? <laughs> Isn't this a music podcast? 
Okay, continue. At first, I thought you. At first, I thought you were just giving some some points, talking, and then I'm like, wait a minute, he's reviewing the podcast. Okay, Okay, go ahead. I'm not as up to date as stuff as y'all are, so my music. Well, yeah, we're on it. Reviews. I'm just gonna scatter them, and this will be a nightmare for poor Mick with editing. But I liked. I like the new single from Symphony in Peril. I don't know if you guys have talked about that yet, but I thought that was cool. The new single from Training for Utopia. Oh, I'd that heard, was good. I listened to that. Yeah. yeah. I'd heard all this prepping up to uh, go. What's to- the new single called? I couldn't tell you. The um, Let me get out the we Google should, We should drop. We should drop that song, actually. Yeah. Like, I love training for utopia's first ep how mm-hmm. it's like raw and like like been of course plastic soul is great so this was kind of cool to hear a well-produced training for utopia yeah and especially after the throwing a wrench record which is great i just didn't get it what do you um, mean you didn't get it uh, you'd have to listen to it. To, I don't. I think have I, listened to, to it. it. It's it's different from I get I get it. It's different I from liked it. Plastic Soul Implant to yeah, impalement, uh, not implant. I like it. <laughs> throwing a wrench. Yeah, it, it's called out on parole, Mick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just the, found it. Yeah, the uh, my records for this year are um, I like. It's a hardcore band not doing hardcore is the new record by The Armed. Yeah, you've been sending me a lot of those videos, which I really yeah. enjoy those videos. They're really good. The record is called Perfect Saviors. And then I also like the new Mutoid Man. Mutants, yes. I, I thought that was really... That's pretty good. Well done. But if I could... It would be a good one for your podcast, since I'm not as cool as you all is. I got <laughs> to go to Furnace Fest... And I thought I could give y'all a quick hardcore review of that show. Yeah. All right. And I'll make it fast because <laughs> I know Mick's got a timer or something. <laughs> That's just for Jacob. He only yeah, has seven minutes. Jacob's not here. Yeah. It's just for Jake. Yeah. But so I, some of you know, I'm, I'm kind of disabled. So I could only go to like some shows. So there's a lot that I missed. But when I went on the first day, I got there in time to see uh, Showbread was great. Project 86 was Project 86, but it was good. It was <laughs> heavier than I'd ever seen him. And Bruce came out and sang. Wait, I got a question about Project 86. Same yeah. lineup when, when we played with him in The Blamed? I uh, recognized the guitarist was the same. Because he usually goes, like, he usually gets different members. A lot, right? Well, I think Norma Jean Andrew? played a whole new record. Yeah. Um, Duckle Puck was great. I was not familiar with them. Throwdown was good. Uh, they were a little tough to mix, but Jeremiah from Demon Hunter mixed them and was able to catch up pretty quick. So that was a fun show. And then I saw Norma Jean was really good. Best mm-hmm. I'd seen him in a while. Hatebreed was amazing. Um, and then I caught a little bit of turnstile 
Um, no, but that was MXPX that night. I got a little bit of MXPX on the way out, and they were good. And again, I'm trying to blaze through this. The well, real quick, MXPX original. It's Yuri and Tom are back, right? Yeah. Were they a three piece or four piece? Four piece. They've had that new guitars for a while. Okay. Then it was good. And at one point, uh, oh, because I, that was who I saw the first night was, ninety pound wuss was great. They they kind of stole the show the first day and they opened the fest didn't they no they played it like oh i thought they did six or seven at night and jeff oh. came out with mxpx and that was fun too and then um the second day we got there in time to see the end of drain have you guys drain like yeah. yeah so good yeah we they, like drain they ended their show with um california cursed and oh, it nice. was so good and then after they played, Living Sacrifice was great. So real quick, Brian, you know how you always say I do my diarrhea vocals? Bleh. That's I got really influenced by the Drain singer because on the record I was just Bleh. Bleh. you have diarrhea vocals. The um, <laughs> the, <laughs> Living so Sacrifice my vocals. <laughs> no, he just does one. It's like that friend of yours you have that finds that one bad idea. But latches onto it, and you're all like, "You're like, okay, yeah, I can't wait to watch Elf again, or whatever." So that's... Elf, did you say Elf? Elf's a great movie. Take We're it back right now. Elf, <laughs> the TV show with the. You went oh. further back than that. He went. We yeah. went all the way to Elf. Elf, Elf with an A. Yeah, he used to eat cats or whatever. Yeah, I remember the, um... Elf. Lucky was his cat's name. <laughs> We're saying the same thing, but yeah. then. Uh... <laughs> Brianism. <laughs> Living anyway, sacrifice sorry, go was, ahead. Go ahead. Living sacrifice was great. And that was seven minutes with Brian yeah. Gray. <laughs> Zayo was really good. They played from all over the catalog. The training for Utopia set wasn't what I expected because they kind of went for that throwing the wrench vibe throughout the whole show, but it sounded great. And when they at one point and it's on YouTube, they played that first EP back to back. And oh, that wow. was that was cool. The band that stole the show that day for me was Trash Talk. Nice. They didn't like, even have a, the greatest crowd because I yeah. think everybody went to see Scowl play and Sayosin. They were booked opposite of those two bands, but they, mm-hmm. even though the room wasn't packed, it was so good. Like he ended the show, they're in the, about to do the breakdown of their last song. He's like, everybody get the f out. And he cleared the room. It did everybody left. And then they went into the breakdown and everybody rushed back in. It was just That's really cool. fun to watch. Terror was great. I always hadn't seen them in a while. Yeah, that was always yeah. Youth of the Day yeah. was so good. Yeah, you're like, oh wow. Just wow. bringing back the old school gorilla biscuits. Same thing. It was just they started with that first song from the album. They actually played the trumpet live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, and then we left and watched a little bit of Turnstile. How was Turnstile? Out. You liked oh, them? Oh yeah, Turnstile's great. No, and I mean then, live though they're good. Oh yeah, they're great. Cool. We like. And then style. last mm. day, I got there late and watched. The Insiders were awesome. I'm not a <laughs> well, I'm Sorry. not a ska guy, but it was kind of cool. <laughs> the that Insiders. They, 
They were good. They really did a good job. Was it? Is it? The, was it the same guys? A lot uh, of the same guys. I think most of them. They're from Detroit. Oh, yeah, they're Scott, from. Hallelujah. Yeah, their they're first f- record was called like Motor City. Yeah, we're not they're a from, good band. This is what's crazy. They used to be, and I cannot for the life of me remember their name, but they used to be in a kind of punk hardcore band from Detroit. Because I know they would Eminem. book. No, they would book. They would book Zayo and uh, Strongarm to play up there all the time. Bones of Adam, and but, I um, cannot. I cannot remember what they're called. But they were cool. What I liked about their show, because of course I come from old school Christian music. Did they play Scott Louie at all? But I don't know their stuff. But they ended the set. <laughs> they ended their set with um, the unashamed version of. Awesome God. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. cool. There it is. That's Scott Louia. But people, God is an awesome guy. Yeah, but people were stoked. That <laughs> yeah. was what I thought was rad. Was sure. just a vibe of people who really were like that. You could just feel that meant something to a lot of people there. And then I went from that. I stayed at that stage that day and watched Goaty Hook play. Oh, it was, dang. It was great. I used to tour with them. As City's Burn. Cody Hook is awesome. Was good, but there wasn't any of the original guys, so I didn't understand what's going on. Further is one of my favorite bands. They were good. Uh, I don't know if it's pronounced May or My, but they were good. And then I left and went and watched Haste the Day, who was the best sounding band at the festival. Oh, wow. Nice. I couldn't believe how sonically they were on point. I really liked that band. Um, better lovers but because yeah. of my walk i don't know they, them i don't think like yeah you do i played them for you once they um oh it's okay. every time i die and dylan driscape oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Singer and, oh yeah didn't we review that record it's an ep no? but maybe i yeah, remember um, i don't know we did a band that was the band with the dillinger I think we, we we talked about it i think with someone okay okay but jim, anyways i went with jim from the blamed and he went over and watched better lovers and said it was do you mean Jim from The Crucified? Jim from Deliverance. <laughs> <laughs> and then that's my music review. So, nice. next, so next next year is the last Furnace Fest, right? Yeah. So what you can imagine say? that lineup. So what's next year's lineup going to be with if it's the last one? You got to get the blame going, right, Brian? I mean, it'd be great if the blame and The Crucified played. <laughs> The crucified. That would be. I would go. I'd have to go. You know how many people would go if they actually got the crucified back together? Do you know something? Do you know something we don't know? <laughs> what are you talking about? Are you holding <laughs> a secret? <laughs> I need to buy my ticket, dude. I know the early bird tickets are that right. That happens. Now. I'll be there too. <laughs> Listen, do you know how many people will go just for the crucified? Do you know something? Are you saying if Mick from Zayo plays, people uh, will go? No, they. they now he's trying. Now he's trying to. He's, he's trying to avoid, avoid the question. It. Yeah, he's, he's trying, trying to, to avoid it. the question. If you build it, they will come. <laughs> he's trying to. He's trying to Wisconsin roundabout it. What's your favorite crucified song, Glenn? My favorite crucified song. That's my. I'm hijacking your podcast, and now 
I created a new section called What's Your Favorite Crucified Song? <laughs> <laughs> and right here, Mick has to interject some kind of intro music. So, Glenn, speaking of the crucified, what's your favorite crucified song? Uh, what's the... I did like them when they were a punk band. Um... But Pillars of Humanity is definitely my favorite Crucified record. Uh, Pick a song. Hate, let's go with Hate World then. Oh, that's, that's a, a good one. Yeah, a Mine's one. a three-way twi- tie between Mindbender, Path of Sorrow, and probably The Pit. Those Ooh, The Pit. Not, yeah, those three are like... Mm. Yeah. The What's the one... Song? Three guys in a suit and the Pope. Is that another? That's the that blame one? covered that song. The blame and Jim, covered that song. That's right. Jim that's sang right. on it. That's right. That's right. Yep. Jim sang it. Uncle it's, Jim sang it. I always, when we were doing the blamed reunion show with what's his face singing for us, um, Glenn, right? That's your name. <laughs> the um, who me? I sang. The, oh, it was the guy from uh, October Bird of Death, and um, but when he came to the practice, he was like. I'm not doing the anti-Catholic song. And I was like, <laughs> okay. Yeah, I did say that. <laughs> but then I recently revisited the lyrics of that song. They're not anti-Catholic. But we won't what go into it? that. Anyway, stop it. Stephen, what's your favorite <laughs> song? Um, I, I'm going to say The Pit and probably um, probably Mindbender. Probably, but The Pit, I think, is probably my favorite. Yeah, Mindbender is such a staple. Yeah. yeah. I'm yeah. going to be the odd man out and say the the two unreleased songs that came oh, out of the on. box set. Yeah, those were good. Power mm-hmm. of God and Straining Life were just... Yeah. I'd, were those supposed to go on a new record? Yeah. Okay. I had toured with The Crucified back in the day. So I got to see those live a million times. And they had demoed them at a um, I used to play in a band called Mortal, Stephen, in case you didn't know. And mm-hmm. the Mortal that recorded the dem- the original demos for those or mixed them or something. But either way, they had them. So I had a cassette I got from their studio that I was nice. still on the road back in like 90. What year? What 90 was that? 93. <laughs> I, I, I got some like. It was a sampler that came to the radio station that i was working for and it had all these bands on it and then yeah. it had those two crucified songs on it and they were the they, only heavy songs on the entire thing they actually put like, them on what? two different samplers remember from the same i only remember the company. it what what record company was it i want to say it was like word and ocean, that's it yes but ocean was already gone yeah so it was maybe a word sampler yeah because we played the crap out of those songs on the radio and kids yeah. loved them. And I was like so excited because I thought something else was going to come out. And then it didn't. And Jeff Blue was all <laughs> PO'd at that because they had mixed. And if you want to know why, go listen to the Jim Chafin interview. Yeah, we had. <laughs> the, the, uh, they, the guy they engineered hard to mix those two for the samplers didn't know the songs. So they're all kind of goofed up. But they were still so good. It worked. But even the goofed up mixes were like rad, just like you're saying. Nick. Yeah, I gotta find. I have them somewhere on a hard drive. I gotta go find them. Yeah, but really Glenn, cool. what's your favorite crucified band member? Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> oh, geez. Oh, geez. You, Is Brian. That... <laughs> Even though you weren't in the crucified. Nope, I played a one song live twice. And it was definitely my dream come true. I'm sure. I mean, even playing in a band or, you know, sharing the stage with Jeep Jim was awesome. Yeah. And it was the anti-Catholic song I got to play with in life, even though it's not anti-Catholic. Because it was on the Blamed record? Yeah, I they think that's why cool. they did it. Yeah. Did Jim it, sing it? Yeah. That's cool. And play drums? No. Oh. The first time they did it, both times Greg Minier played drums. The oh, guitar. Wow. Most people don't know Greg. He's good enough to play chafing drums. Well, I mean that song's pretty easy. But um, Greg. Well, I mean, for most people, the uh, but Greg played drums on the Minier record. Yeah, the first solo Minier record, and he played drums on the first Applehead record. Yeah, which Applehead's a killer. Oh, Applehead record's yeah, killer. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, So, uh, on the blamed record though jim sang and played drums right separately though when you make records you don't have to actually i know that's why do i said it separately. like you hear it oh my gosh <laughs> play drums and then the next day come back and do the vocals <laughs> oh thank you <laughs> oh god uh, <laughs> is that our album review section yeah get us out of here play that training for utopia song all right
so this one chock full of information chock full of good stuff redemption it's redemption. been a, yeah like redemption for us because we oh, had to right, let right, it right. all out mm-hmm. <laughs> but it was a, it was a good time we had a great time with brian we had uh to tell finally got to tell her story it was a good time yeah this is probably going to be the longest episode that we've had in probably like three or four months. It may yeah. be. <laughs> no, well, can't do, well, but maybe a month because, you know, we had school drugs on mm. for a very long time. Well, <laughs> a very long time behind the scenes. <laughs> yes, that too. <laughs> but, but hey, Steven. Hey, Mick. Yeah, yes. Yes. Guess what? What? Chicken butt. Next month <laughs> is December. Yes, it is. Right. It's Christmas. And it's going to be our episode where we pick our number one band and coffees of the year. Yeah. And it's our 50th episode. Did you know that, Stephen? Whoa, that's crazy. Yeah. Big 5-0. Big 5-0 for the season four. I mean, for for all sports. People are still listening? That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's season season five. Next year, we want to try to do a Patreon behind the scenes video. Yeah. Where Mm -hmm. you get it a day early and unedited, which you get to hear us mess up a ton and be goofy as hell. Oh, yeah. And maybe video. That's, I said that. I think, yes. Yeah. Definitely Mm. video. That's the whole point. That's right. (laughs) See our goofball faces. Just see our ugly mugs. I better start wearing clothes again. Oh, Ouch. You told them. <laughs> uh, but hey, listen, uh, help us out. Um, share this. Get it out to your friends. Uh, let other people oh, know yeah. what's going on. And uh, <laughs> yeah, if you're a band and you want your stuff uh, on the show and you're a hardcore band. Send it to like Steven. The, yeah, it's the, cave- it's the caveat. Like a <laughs> hardcore band. I'm going to say that one more time. A hardcore oh, band. Oh, yeah. We got a pop punk band that <laughs> yeah, wanted to feature them. And we were like, we're like, this is this music's good and all, but um, it's coffee and hardcore, know, not coffee. You know the name punk. of the podcast, right? Right. right. So, yeah. Coffee and pop rocks. Check out the links too that are added. Cause do you put the links for the um the playlist too? Yes. You do. Yeah. Check, yeah, check out do. the playlist. Cause I, um, and at the end of the year, I'm actually, you know, the huge one, Stephen, the one we have. Yeah. That, oh, yeah. That, and there's actually 1,600 songs on it. <laughs> oh, I'm actually going to post the link for that at yep. the end of the year. And you can see all the stuff we've actually been listening to. A lot of it's been added by Stephen. Uh, <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, it's going to be good. So, cool. yeah. All right. On that note, we'll see you on the Christmas slash holiday episode. Woo! Happy Kwanzaa, motherfuckers. <laughs> Got it. Got it.
Are you ready? Yep. We are ready. All right. It's that time. We're going to look at some uh, albums to review that we uh, all check. I only do that again. That sucked. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's the stuff that we won't cut. In the- right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Only fans. How you doing? I mean, not only fans. <laughs> Damn <Right>. it. <laughs> Patreon. <laughs> you got me all fucked up. <laughs> all, right. all right. I am not a successful adult. I don't eat vegetables and or take care of myself. I am not a successful adult. I don't eat vegetables and or take care of myself. Hold on to your butts.